Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. You're about to watch some of the cringiest kids on planet Earth, and if you're not prepared for the cringe, I need you to strap yourself in, I need you to sit down, and I need you to mentally prepare yourself, because this is about to be one of the craziest stories ever. Let's jump into it. Hey, uh, today we got some crazy emo kid stories that I know for a fact you will enjoy, so sit back, relax, subscribe to the channel if you're new, and let's call the first subscriber who submitted this story, Hank. By the way, all these episodes are on Spotify, and they normally come out a couple hours early on Spotify, so make sure to check that out, first link in the description. Anyways, back to the story. So we're going to call the first subscriber who submitted the story, Hank. And anyways, this all happened when Hank was shopping at the mall. So Hank used to always go to the mall to shop with his friends, you know, it was just a fun place to hang out. They didn't really have a lot of other places that they could go uh, in the town that they lived in, so the mall was probably their best bet. And uh, sure enough, one of these days, one of Hank's friends wanted to shop at this place called Hot Topic. If you don't know, Hot Topic's a place where they have a lot of uh, t-shirts and other kind of apparel that is very, uh, I don't know, like fast fashion-y brand-centric. Like, it's very much like you, you'll have a lot of different uh, brands or kind of like you'll find a lot of band t-shirts, a lot of kind of like... Okay, so a lot of different stuffs at Hot Topic, but one kind of theme of clothing that you'll see at Hot Topic is... Uh, emo style clothing if that makes sense so like really black clothing edgy clothing stuff like that and just so you know like i have nothing against it if you dress like that i think it's a cool enough style i think you're fine if you even if you identify as like oh i'm i'm emo and the way i dress or act or whatever i don't really care live your life however as long as you don't act as long as you don't act like the kids in these videos especially this one you're chill with me but anyways hank just was like okay man like you want to go to hot topic that's fine hank hadn't really been in that much so he didn't really know what to expect so hank was walking into the you know the hot topic and he's looking around and there's a whole host of people and hank's friend was like all right man like i'm gonna go like i'm gonna go to the back of the room i know what i want i'm gonna go in their skateboard section you can kind of just wander around here i'll be out when i'm done so hank was totally fine with this and hank kind of like was wandering around and he walked over to one of the t-shirt aisles or one of the t-shirt rack aisles and that's when he accidentally bumped into this kid and this kid turns around 
And just to paint the picture, this kid has super long black hair. He's got like black mascara on, black lipstick. He's got black painted nails. He's got a spiky collar. He's got like a black band t-shirt. He's got like long black jeans and then those like big black stomper boots. I don't know if you know what I know, like if you know what I mean, but like those big, kind of like those big rubber black boots that are pretty popular right now. And he turns around and he's like, dude, what the heck, bro? And Hank's just like, all right, my fault. Like, I didn't mean to bump into you like that. I was just looking around and wasn't paying attention. And the emo kid's like, dude, you're like, like, shut up, bro. Hank's kind of just looking at him like, uh, like, I, I don't really know what you mean. Like, I didn't do anything. Like, are, are you good? And the emo kid's like, bro, like, I don't need to, I don't need to hear that sass from you, bro. Like, I really just don't need to hear that. And uh, Hank's just once again, like, dude, I... I don't know what you're saying. Like, I'm sorry. I'll just go the other way. And Hank kind of turns around to de-escalate because he doesn't feel like, you know, escalating anything. It's just not a good idea to get into fights like that. And that's when the emo kid's like, like, yeah, you would run. You're dressed like one of those jocks anyways. Which, like, Hank kind of turned around because he didn't know what that even means. First of all, I mean, isn't jock a positive thing? Like, I get that there's a bit of a neg like, negative connotation of, like, oh, you're a dumb jock or something. But I would have thought that, like, jock would have meant, like, oh, you're an athlete, which isn't, is, isn't that a good thing? Like, I'm, I'm kind of confused right now. Is that not a good thing, you know? And Hank, uh, you know, kind of turns back. He's like, dude, like, what, why? Like, why are you, like, making a problem with me? I don't have a problem with you. I don't, like, you're kind of the one that's making this into something. Because Hank really did believe, like, I'm not, I'm not the one doing anything. It's, like, 100% this guy who's making it something, you know? And, uh, you know, the kid's just like, well, you know, like... You're just looking like a dumb jock. Oh, isn't that right, guys? And he turns around, and there's two other emo kids. And they look very similar to the main emo kid, but they kind of just... You know, they're dressed slightly different, but really... I mean, it's funny how, like, non... I, I saw this on South Park, but it's funny how, like, non-conformists all dress the same. <laughs> I'm just like... Well, I mean, you are conforming to something, but anyways, right? So the other two kids, the other emo kids are kind of there along too, laughing. And, you know, you know, Hank is starting to, like, get upset by this because he doesn't really care about, like, these random kids, what they think, except, you know, he's got three kids standing there pointing at him, laughing in his face when Hank didn't deserve it. Like, Hank was, you know, Hank was thinking, like, look, if I deserve this, if I was being, like, an absolute, like, you know, if I was being a jerk to them or I, or for some reason I actually did something, sure, maybe I deserve this. But Hank's just thinking to himself, like, dude, I don't deserve this. I was literally just chilling here. I actually bumped into this kid. Like, I'm sorry about that. Like, my fault. Once again, my fault. But that's when Hank turned the tables on the emo kid. And the thing is, right, the emo kid was wearing a band t-shirt. And the thing about band t-shirts is, you know, it, you don't, okay, you don't necessarily need to know everything about some place that you rep. Like if you wear a t-shirt that's from Starbucks and someone's like, okay, well then name all the flavors of like ca cappuccino you can get. It doesn't have to be like that. But the thing is, a lot of people wear band t-shirts because the band t-shirts look sick and uh, they don't know any of the songs from the band, which, you know, I guess is fine. But, like, at the end of the day, a lot of people will kind of pretend to know it and not actually know it. So, you know, Hank was like, well, screw it, bro. He's like, all right, buddy. And he looks at the main emo kid, and the main emo kid looks at him back. And he's like, all right, buddy, name me three songs from that band. And he points to the emo kid's T-shirt. And I don't know, maybe it was, like, Nirvana or something. Like, one of those kind of, like, T-shirts or whatever, which, uh, 
and the emo kid looks at him and he has this kind of look of shock, this look of, oh my God, like you caught me. Kind of the look of like, man got caught in a trap right here type of look. And the emo kid's kind of just like, um, um, how about you name me three songs from this band, bro? And, he turn, and the emo kid turns to look back at his emo kid friends as kind of like, oh, what's their reaction to that sick burn? And they kind of just look at him blankly. I think the emo kid was kind of expecting he would turn around, he'd look back to his friends, and he'd be like, oh yeah, wasn't, wasn't that a crazy burn? I totally got them. But his friends look back at him kind of just like, ah, dude, like, I don't know how to break it to you, but you didn't get him. So the emo kid turns back around, he's like, ah, I don't need to tell, like, I don't need to do anything you say, bro. I'm not going to conform to your standards. And then the two emo kids were like, yeah, that's right on, bro. You're so right. And they, like, dap him up. And Hank, at this point, is he's just so done. He's just like, bro, because he realizes, like, Hank's like, you know what? I'm not going to fight with these kids. These kids are obviously a lost cause. This is not worth my time. So Hank gets up. He turns around, and he kind of says, like, whatever, man. Like, go live your life. Hank turns around, starts to walk away, and that's when he feels a tug on his pants. And he turns around, and he sees the emo kid failing to pull down his pants. So basically, the emo kid couldn't, like, you know, wanted to, like, he couldn't let Hank just leave by himself. Like, he couldn't let him just do that. He, so when Hank turned around and started to walk away, the emo kid, like, went to jump and try and pull down his pants to, like, pants him, to embarrass him, to, like, impress his emo kid friends and be like, oh, my God, I totally owned him, dude. So at this point, like, Hank is like, dude, stop pulling down my pants, bro. And the emo kid's like, oh, sorry, I just slipped. And he's like, uh. And his emo kid friends laugh along as well. At this point, Hank's getting really annoying. He's like, sorry, bro, like, I'm not into you like that. And he's like, what? He's like, yeah, you're trying to pull down my pants, so you're, not, you're telling me you're not trying to get a peek? And the emo kid's like, dude, it's not like that. I was trying to pants you. And, then, and Hank's like, yeah, you wanted to pants me so you could see my, my bare bottom. Did you really want to see my bare bottom that bad? And at this point, the, em- the other two emo kids start laughing a little bit. And the, emo- the main emo kid turns around and he's like, stop laughing, it's not funny. Turns back around, he's like, dude, you don't know what you just did. And the emo kid walks up to the uh, walks up to Hank with his chest puffed out. He's like, "Bro, you literally don't know what you just did. You don't know who you're messing with." Okay, I don't know if he started to tear up or anything, but the, at the exact same time, the mall cop that happened to be like going around the mall to make sure that nothing's what like happening looks into the hot topic and sees basically this kid walk up to this other kid with his chest puffed out. So the mall cop outside kind of slows down walking and looks inside. And sure enough, right, you know, Hank is like, hey, look, I'm not looking for any trouble. The emo kid's like, yeah, that's what I thought. You're freaking scared, bro. Don't tell me otherwise. You're freaking scared. And at this point, Hank's like, dude, I'm not scared. It's not like that. I just, like, I just don't want any trouble. Like, you're not worth my time. And he's like, I am worth your time. I'm worth all of your time plus some because I'm worth more than you, dude. You don't know who you're messing with. At this point, right, the emo kids was really kind of just showing his true colors and being like, I mean, kid's insecure. That's fair enough. He's trying to act all tough in front of his friends. So once again, Hank's like, you know, he turns around and he's like, all right, man. He's like, dude, I'm just not doing this. Once again, have a good life. Hank turns around, and as Hank's turning around, the emo kid is like, in his head, he's like, I can't let this slide. So the emo kid literally raises up his hand and swings on Hank. 
Real quick, if you made it this far into the video, go ahead and comment email down below. I just want to see how many people made it, to the, made it to the end of this video, as I do appreciate you guys. Best way to support the channel, as always, is just watch a bunch of the videos. The more watch time you give to the channel, the more we get promoted in the algorithm, and I really, really do appreciate it. Let me know in the comment section what you do while watching my videos. I genuinely want to know. Just so you know, all these episodes are on Spotify. It's in the description, the first link. Please rate us five stars when you have a chance. If you want to submit these stories, and please do, because, you know, that's how I make these videos, go to my Instagram or Twitter. They're both in the, in the description, but they're also at Connor Pugs. I got a Discord server, link in description, code Connor Pugs for 10% off gamer subs. Let's get back to the story. So Hank, remember, he turns around and Hank's like, dude, I'm not going to deal with you like that. It's not worth my time. So Hank turns around and the emo kid who's like, I can't, I can't let Hank, like, one-up me. Like, I can't let this random kid, like, you know, kind of, like, alpha me in front of my emo kid friends or whatever. So Hank turns around. So as Hank turns around, the emo kid swings on him, takes his fist. The thing is, though, the emo kid's not, like, a, a trained, uh, I don't know, fighter or boxer or something. So obviously the emo kid doesn't make contact with Hank. Instead of making contact with Hank, the emo kid nearly misses Hank and his like right hook goes right through a rack of clothes. The emo kid was also emo kid was really putting his full force into this too. Because once the emo kid misses and whiffs on Hank, the emo kid flies forward into the rack of clothes. So he basically like pushes himself into a rack of clothes, fails to swing on him. The mall cop, however, did see the emo kid try and swing on Hank, so he walks in there. Hank turns around and he sees the emo kid on the floor in a pile of clothes, and he's just so confused on what happened. And then, the, you know, uh, Hank turns around the other way to see a mall cop standing in front of him. So Hank's really confused at this moment. He's like, okay, one second ago, the, I turned away from the emo kid, and a second later, the emo kid is sitting, like, face first in a pile of clothes, and a mall cop is standing above me. Like, this literally makes no sense. And sure enough, you know, the mall cop's like, hey, now hold up, everyone, I gotta talk to you guys. And the two emo kids, like, from the back, like, they, they get scared and they literally run off. They disappear into the rest of the stories. Like, hey, you can't get back here. But also the mall cop didn't really care that much because the, the two people that he really wanted to talk to were both Hank and the emo kid who swung on him. So the emo kid gets up. He's, like, kind of panting a little bit. He's like, <sighs> and the mall cop's like, hey, like, hey, I saw you swing on this kid. I know you didn't make contact but you did try and swing on this kid is 100%. Like, I, I, what's going on here? The emo kid's like, dude, I was just defending myself. And at this point, you know, Hank's like, that's not the case. Like, this like this kid and I were kind of talking back and forth. He tried to pull down my pants. I made fun of him for doing that. I turned around. And he tried to swing on me. At this point, right, you know, the mall cop kind of witnessed the last the last 60% of this altercation. So he knows for a fact that he saw the emo kid try and pull down the pants and then have an argument. So the emo kid says, well, after I pulled down his pants, uh, this kid tried to swing on me and I just defended myself. And the thing is, right, that was a mistake for the emo kid because the mall cop had been watching the whole thing. So the mall cop knew for a fact that that wasn't the case of what happened. So he went, so the mall cop goes on to say like, dude, I know for a fact that's not what happened. 
I saw you guys kind of like bickering in the store and I wanted to make sure that we had no like nonsense going on. Obviously some nonsense did go on and I, you know, I watched the whole thing. I saw you pull down, try and pull down this kid's pants. He did not swing on you. I don't know what he said to you that offended you or anything, but it's very clearly that, you know, you're the aggressor here and like, you know, I, I can't have that. So he's like, Hey, I'm going to need you to come with me. And the emo kid's like, all right, like, all right, buddy, go ahead with him. And the emo kid is like looking at Hank and kind of giving him this look of like, come on, bud, like, go, go ahead. He's asking for you. When in truth, that, you know, the mall cop is not asking for Hank. The mall cop is asking for the emo kid. So the mall cop's like, sorry, man, you must be mistaken. I'm not asking for this guy over here pointing to Hank. He's like, I'm asking for you. And he points at the emo kid. And the emo kid is so absolutely stunned by this revelation. He's like, at this point, the emo kid is practically speechless. The emo kid is standing there, is just like, you must have some kind of, you must have some kind of mistake or something. Like, you can't be talking about me. That's insane. Like, there, there's no way. Like, what, what, what do you mean? Hanks is looking at the emo kid with this bit of a smirk, and the mall, the mall cop is kind of like, come on, bud. Like, we don't want to have any trouble here. Make this nice and easy for all of us, and just come along with me. And, you know, at this point, the emo kid is looking at Hank and kind of just giving him this look of, like, this isn't over, buddy. This isn't over. And Hank is kind of just like, wow, this, like, a lot just went down the last five minutes, you know? Because this was, like, no longer than, like, ten minutes of an altercation. And as soon as the mall cop basically drags the emo kid away, his friend comes rushing up to him. And he's like, dude, dude, like, I just checked out the thing I was getting. And in his hand, he had this, like, skateboard thing or whatever. He's like, dude, I just saw, like, a mall cop over here. I saw some kid getting dragged out of the store. Did you happen to see what happened? And Hank just looks at his friend and is like, did I happen to see what happened? He's like, buddy, I lived what happened. Okay, so the, we're going to call the subscriber for the next story Bobby. I got a little uh, King the Hill theme going on with these names because I got Bobby and Hank. If you know, you know, and you're cool. Anyway, so Bobby was like hanging out at home one day and one of his friends hits him up. And, you know, Bobby, you know, doesn't see this friend this often because they happen to be going to two different schools, even though they live relatively in the same area. They're both in high school and they're both seniors in high school. So Bobby's friend, who we're going to call Ben, actually happens to have a car at this point. And, you know, Bobby's friend Ben hits up Bobby one day and Bobby's just chilling at home and he gets a text from Ben saying, hey, do you want to like hang out today? And Bobby is feeling kind of lazy. So he's like, ah, maybe like, what, what do you want to do? His friend's like, dude, I want to go to the skate park. And Bobby in his head, he's like, I don't know if I want to go like this is I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I really don't know. And Bobby should have stayed home that day based on what was about to go down. But he didn't because he wanted to see his friend Ben. And he was like, wait, what else am I going to do today? Watch Netflix. I know by I know for a fact by the end of the day, if I'm just sitting here watching Netflix, I'm not going to be a happy camper. So sure enough, Bobby texts him back. He's like, yeah, man, like I don't got a ride. But if you can pick me up 100 percent. So sure enough, this friend, you know, I don't know, an hour later, pulls up to Bobby's house and says, hey, man, get in. And, you know, Bobby shows up to the, you know, the window. He's like, hey, what's up, Ben? I haven't seen you in forever. I don't got, just so you know, I don't have a skateboard, just so you're aware. And Ben's like, dude, I got two in the back. Don't worry about that. I got you. So sure enough, you know, Ben hops into the car with Bobby. And, you know, they, they drive, or Bobby hops into the car with Ben. They drive over to the skate park, which is like 15 minutes away from where Bobby lives. 
and they get out and, you know, Bobby used to skate a little bit back in the day with his friend. It's been a while, so he's not going to do any tricks or anything like that, but he's just getting along on the, he's skidding on the board. He's kind of riding around a bit, just getting a little bit of exercise. And mostly he's out there just to hang out with Ben because he hasn't seen Ben in a second and they used to be really tight. So sure enough, you know, Bobby and Ben are just chilling at the skate park. They're having a good time. They're kind of just living their life. And that's when a group, a group, a very specific looking group, uh, of, of these emo kids. They pop out of nowhere, basically. And they just appear at the end of the skate park. So this skate park is pretty big. It's not like a massive one. It's not like a, where you'd have a professional skater event or something. But it's a pretty big skate park. Like, the city definitely puts them, like, a good amount of bread into making this. So sure enough, you know, they, they're looking over and they see this group of kids. And this group of kids has, like, a ringleader that's, like, standing in front of the other two. And he's kind of dressed like the other, they're all dressed like kind of like the other emo kids in the last story time. So I'm not going to go ahead and describe them. They're dressed a little bit differently, but it's all kind of the same, if you know what I mean. So the sure enough, you know, the kids are just standing at the end of the park. And it's really awkward because like Bobby goes over to Ben. He's like, dude, like, see those kids? And Ben's like, yeah, I've just been staring at them. And Ben's like, dude, they've just been looking at us for like the last thing. Checks his watch. He's like, Dude, they've just been looking at us for, like, the last, the last like, two minutes, bro. That's really freaking weird. And, you know, Bobby's like, yeah, man, like, this is kind of weird. I don't totally know, like, what's the deal with all this. Like, do you know what's up with them? And Ben's like, dude, I don't go to this skate park. Like, this is your skate park. And Bobby's like, yeah, I don't really skate anymore, so I don't know. Maybe this is, like, a place they normally go to. Either way, this is kind of weird. Let's just stay on this side, and hopefully they'll stay on their side. And if they come over, you know, hopefully they're cool. Spoiler, they're not cool. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're the farthest thing from cool. But anyways, you know, Bobby and, you know, Bobby and Ben try and ignore these kids as these kids literally, they, the thing is these kids, they're not, they don't even have skates with, they don't even have like a skateboard with them. And you don't need to have a skateboard to hang out at a skate park. You know, a park is a park and it's a cool place to just hang out with some friends. That's 100% true. However, I will say it is a little weird to like show up in a group of kids or a group of like a bunch of people stand there and watch other people without saying anything to each other, without doing anything like that. I will say that itself is pretty weird. So sure enough, you know, Bobby and Ben are just kind of standing there like, dude, this is really freaking weird. What's going on? And that's when they look over and sure enough, they see the emo kids start to walk closer to them. Like, the emo kids were just standing there for a good solid, I would say, 10 minutes. And that's when the emo kids start to walk over to Bobby and Ben. And at this point, you know, Ben turns over. He's like, dude, what is up with your neighborhood, bro? Like, why do you always get the weirdos? And Bobby's like, dude, it's not my fault. I don't go here this often. I don't know. And that's when the group of emo kids shows up. And there's, like, very clearly, like, this is going to sound weird, but, like, an alpha one. Like, okay. I'm not trying to use, like, weird, like, alpha male terms or whatever. Oh, Connor, which one's the sigma male? Shut up if you, that the, if you say that in the comment section, unironically, dude. Actually, shut up. But anyways, sure enough, you know, the, the kind of, like, the alpha of the pack, whatever that even means in emo pack words, is like, hey, you two, I need a word with you. And Bobby and Ben kind of just look at each other just like, oh, my God, like, what's going on here? It's just kind of strange. You know, Bobby, Ben kind of like whispers over to Bobby like, dude, we are never going back to your park ever again. And Bobby kind of just gives him this look of like, dude, I can't control this. So sure enough, the emo kid, let's just call him the alpha emo kid. <laughs> no, I can't say that for much longer. The, uh, the, the, the main emo kid, King the Pack or whatever, walks up to them. He's like, bro, do you not, under do you not know? 
and Bobby and uh, Ben kind of look at each other and, you know, Bobby speaks up and says, no, no, like knows what, like no what. The emo kid laughs. He's like, you don't know then. This is our turf, dude. And uh, Bobby and Ben kind of look at each other and Ben speaks up like, turf? Emo kid's like, yeah, man, you don't understand. This is our turf. And Bobby just means like, what was that even mean? And they're like, you, dude, you don't want to mess with us. And one of them like legitimately, legitimately pulls out like a wand. Not, not like a knife or something, not like actually trying to be intimidating. Like this isn't like, oh, they think they're like actually in a gang or something. This is their turf. They pull out a wand, like a freaking Harry Potter magic wand. And you know, the main emo kid's like, bro, my boy over here knows magic. You don't want to mess with him, dude. And uh, so Bobby and Ben kind of look at these kids and you know, Ben speaks up. Ben's a little bit more brash. Ben's a little bit more, you know, I don't know, uh, confident is maybe the wrong word, but I'm going to use that word than uh, Bob. Confrontational, that's right. He's a, Ben's a bit more confrontational than Bobby is. So Bobby would have been fine literally just going somewhere else. It's not like there's not a lot of other places. I mean, there's not a lot of other places they could go, but it's not like Bobby's a big skater in the first place. He just wanted to hang out with Ben. And Ben literally goes up. He's like, dude, what are you going to do with that little magic wand? You're going to wave it around, put a spell on me? It's this freaking Harry Potter dude. We don't care. You guys don't have turf. That's ridiculous. Like, look, we're not taking up the whole park. This park's massive. You guys chill over there. We'll do our thing over here. We like, there won't be any trouble. The emo kid's like, dude, there's going to be trouble if you guys don't leave or at least pay respects. And, you know, Ben at this point's like, the frick you mean pay respects? Like, what is that? Like, what do you even mean by that? And at this point, Bobby's starting to realize that Ben is kind of finding this amusing more than concerning. Bobby's more concerned by this just because they outnumber them like four to two. And these emo kids definitely like aren't hitting the gym every day. But at the same time, like four to two, it doesn't matter like how big you are. Like you're not taking them one on one. So like Bobby didn't want anything like that. Even if it's that emo kid smoke, he didn't want it in the first place. So sure enough, Bobby kind of looks at Ben and kind of gives him a look of like, hey, like, come on now. And, and Ben is like, no, I'm going with this. And Ben's like, all right, man, you know what? Put a spell on us, bro. Like, if you honestly, like, you know what? We're going to take the punishment. Put a spell on us. And the main emo kid looks at them and is like, dude, you don't want our smoke like that. You don't want us to, like, drop a spell on you like that, bro. You don't know our power. You don't totally get it. And Bobby is just looking at them. And Bobby's, like, kind of, like, completely freaked out at this point. Not that they're going to actually put a spell on him and, you know, I don't know, curse him or something. Bobby's just so freaked out by everything going on that he just doesn't want anything to do with it. So Bobby is like, uh, I don't know, man. How about we just, like, we stay here and you go over there. And the emo kid's like, I'm not talking to you, little boy. Which, like, Bobby was, like, so taken aback by this. that the, <laughs> And Ben was like, you don't call my friend that. Come on, if you're such a big guy, little boy. And the, at this point, Ben says little boy back to them. If you're not such a big guy, little boy, put a spell on us. And he points to the guy in the back. And there's, like, a little emo kid in the back with, like, a little magic wand or something. The main emo kid says, you know what? Gentlemen, gentlemen, I, I don't want you guys to be seriously hurt. So I'm going to give you one more chance to, f to leave the premises or my friend will put a spell on you and want you will be cursed so badly that you will not make it out of this park alive. We have magical powers that you simply don't understand. And Ben is looking at them and, <laughs> and Bobby is looking at them and the emo kids are looking back. At this point, it's a classic, it's, a, it's one of those classic Texas standoffs, like who's going to shoot first, but instead of shooting, it's 
uh, either staying there or shooting your magic spells through your wand or whatever. And, you know, Ben was like, all right, no, we're staying here. Put a spell on us. Do it. And the emo kid is like, fine, you've sealed your fate. And all of them walk away. At this point, you know, Bobby and Ben look at each other. Bobby's like, dude, those kids are weird. Like, I have no idea what's going on. Ben is like, really is your neighborhood spawning out the most NPCs in the world, dude? Like, this is crazy. And, the, you know, Bobby and Ben were probably going to go back and forth a little bit about how weird these kids were. But they were, unfortunately, interrupted by chanting. So they look over and they see the emo kids, like, holding hands, chanting, like, kind of like going in a circle like kind of like moving in a circle, holding hands, chanting like demonic tongues. At this point, Bobby's like, bro, I'm kind of freaked out. And Ben's like, dude, this is a comedy routine. Please, like, chill out. At this point, they do like the chanting gets louder and louder. And it's kind of weird. Like, it's really strange. It's like they definitely been rehearsing this. And Bobby is going to, Bobby admits to me that for a split second, he was thinking like, dude, what, these kids actually have magic powers. Spoiler, they don't. (laughs) They're just weird, right? And by the end of the chant, you know, one of the kids comes over, the main one grabs the wand, starts swinging it around, and starts walking over to them. He's like, like, one last chance, boys. I'm giving you one last chance to literally survive. This is, I'm giving you one more chance unless you want to, like, if you want to leave here and see your parents again. And Bobby was just in his head like, dude, this kid's legitly weird. And Ben says, you know, bring it on, dude. I want to see the worst you have. And Bobby was like, you know, he admits, you know, he was a little bit concerned just because, I don't know, just like the confidence these emo kids had was kind of startling. And the main emo kid's like, fine. Takes up his wand. He starts like saying a bunch of like random gibberish and waving his wand in a circular motion, pointing it at Bobby, right? Or at Ben, not Bobby. And Ben, you know, kind of looks at Bobby and gives him a wink. And Bobby knows that, but you know, Ben's about to be up to some mischief. And the kid is like, or does like what is very clearly like the final motion. And Ben literally like opens his eyes super wide, clutches his heart and drops to the ground and doesn't move. Bobby is like a little bit freaked out, but he also remembers that Ben just like gave him a big wink. And you hear all the emo kids, like some of them are in the back, like, oh my God, oh my God, it actually worked. The spell actually worked. And the main emo kid has this look on his face, like the most scared look you've ever seen. The main emo kid was terrified because for like a couple, like for a good 30 seconds, the main emo kid actually thought that he just killed this kid from his like magic spell or whatever. So sure enough, you know, the emo kid like drops his wand, rushes up to Ben and is like, no, no. The spell, it was too powerful. I should have held back. And Bobby's just looking at him. And the emo kids, the other ones, are standing like talking to each other. And they're like frantically talking to each other. They are really concerned about this. They're like, dude, do we call the cops? Do we bury the body? Like, what do we do? Like, what if our parents find out? All this kind of nonsense, right? And that's when you hear giggling. It started as giggling. But then it just evolved into laughter. And that's when Ben flips over and is this, you can see that he's just been laughing. He couldn't hold it in any longer. And he gets up, he's like, oh my God. Oh my God, you fell for it. This is the funniest thing ever. He's like, guys, you're not wizards. You're just weird. Go to, look, go to that side of the park. We're going to be here and there's nothing you can do about it. And that's when I think the emo kids kind of realize that, you know, They weren't going to scare them out of there, and they definitely were not going to fight them out of there either. So sure enough, the emo kids are 
they don't even say anything. These kids have, or they're kind of, I guess they're kind of done with trying to scare, like, Bobby and Ben out of there. So they pick up their stuff, they get up, and they leave. And Bobby and Ben, you know, they, they go back to doing their whatever they were doing before. But it really was just never the same after that, because, like, for the rest of the day, Bobby, like, Ben would just continuously make emo kid jokes, and Bobby would laugh and make them back. So, in fact, the rest of the day was better than ever before. And this happened a long time ago. Like, this happened, like, four or five years ago. And Bobby and Ben actually can't, like, reunited a couple years, like, about a year ago. And literally, like, the only, like, the only thing they did during their, like, when they reunited was retold this story and, like, made jokes about it the entire time. Today, I have probably the craziest emo kid story I have ever received to date. I'm not even kidding. So sit back, relax, grab something to eat, grab something to drink, subscribe if you're new to the channel, and let's just jump right into it. We're calling today's subscriber Ty. So anyways, Ty was going off to camp, and this was his first time doing an overnight camp, so he was a little bit nervous, and it was kind of like a wilderness-based overnight camp, uh, but they were mostly in cabins. Ty's parents did it before, and they actually met at this camp, so they were really pushing for Ty to go, but the summer before, he just said that he, you know, wasn't ready and was going to do it the next year, and of course, the, the next summer rolls around, and Ty's like, oh my god, I said that. So sure enough, Ty and his parents ship him off to this camp. Ty's a little bit nervous about it, but they say, hey man, it's going to be good for you. Trust me. Like, I know it's scary, but you just got to do it. So anyways, they arrive at the campground and they go, they walk over, Ty and his parents walk over to the person who is signing everyone in. And it's some like, you know, some 25 year old dude with a big old goofy smile on his face. He's like, hey guys, welcome to camp. Awesome. That wasn't actually the name, but we're going to call it camp. Awesome. Uh, hi there, buddy. What's your name? He's like, uh, uh, Ty Gooden. And he's like, ah, Ty, let me see. Oh, there you are, buddy. All right, so you're going to be in group B over there. And he points to this group of kids and, like, one counselor or whatever. And Ty turns around to his parents, and his parents are like, all right, well, we'll see you in two weeks. And Ty's like, Mom, like, I don't know if I can do this. And Ty and his dad, his dad kind of sits down and he's like, yeah, you got this, buddy. Like, you don't need to worry about it. Like, trust me. The two weeks are going to fly by and you're going to have so much fun you're not going to want to leave. That's a guarantee from me. And Ty's like, all right. So Ty walks over and he goes over to group B and there's a big group of kids and, you know, the counselor's like, hey guys, my name is Ben. Uh, don't worry, he's not the evil guy, but hi guys, my name is Ben. Welcome like to the camp. These are going to be the guys who are in our group. We're going to be in the same cabin together. We're going to do a lot of activity activities together. You can still meet people in the other groups, but these are going to be the guys you're going to be seeing all the freaking time. So start getting to know each other. Let's go around, do some names. And so they went around and did some names. And Ty was just kind of like observing like, all right, well, that person seems kind of cool and whatever. Like, oh, we have that in common. And then it kind of comes around to this one kid that Ty didn't even realize was there until like a couple, like until he spoke up. And this kid had these, like, long, black, swooshed hair, right? He wore all black. He had these, like, rock band t-shirts, these big, like, black boots. He had this spiky, like, bracelet necklace type thing. And by the way, if you kind of dress emo, that's totally chill. I don't really care. As long as you don't act like this kid, you're cool in my book. I say this every single time. And this guy was kind of just known as the emo kid. And since I don't, I don't want to give him a name because I will forget it and then it'll be very awkward. But we're just going to call him the emo kid from this point on. And Ty didn't think anything negatively. He was just like, oh, 
This guy really does put a lot into the way he dresses, and he definitely dresses with a lot of character. Ty legitimately had no ill will or feelings of just like, ew, this guy's dressing different than me, or anything like that. It was just an observation. And so later on, you know, they have like, they go to dinner together as a group, and then afterwards they have like the welcome to camp ritual, whatever. They all sit around a big campfire, and like they're like inaugurated in the class of. 2015 or whatever. I don't know. This took be- this took place a little while ago. But anyways, right, it's finally time for them to go back to their cabins to figure out which bunks they want, etc. like that. So anyways, right, they get back there and uh, they're just ran they the, the the counselor dude who is their group B counselor, right, who's also sleeping in the cabins with them. He's like, "Well, you know, just to make sure that no one feels left out, we've already assigned bunks to everyone." So he said, "All right, Ty, you're in bunk A, and says, so-and-so, you're in bunk B, so-and-so, you're in bunk D. And then in bunk D, which they're in kind of like quads of four, or they're in kind of like groups of two, but they're bunk beds, so it's four. So in Ty's group of four, the fourth one was the emo kid. So the four of them walk over, they go in their bunks, the camp counselor say, or the camp counselor says, yo, if, if you really want, you can talk to your, your bunkie about being top or bottom, Don't doesn't really matter lol doesn't really matter and so sure enough ty and his bunk didn't they they didn't really care ty was on the bottom he didn't really care but anyways flip over to the you know the emo kid and the emo kid is like you know with this guy and we're gonna call this guy uh benjamin he's a throwaway name but benjamin was his bunk and you know the benjamin is like hey do you mind if i have the top and the emo kid is like no i must have the top i must keep watch at night and everyone just kind of went silent in the, that group of three. They're like, uh, or group of four. They're kind of like, um, and Benjamin's like, all right, man, uh, that, that's fine. Bomb bunk's cool with me. He's like, good. You've made a good choice because I will watch over us at night. I have spoken. <laughs> and everyone's like, okay, a lot of character in this guy. <laughs> funny guy, funny guy. <laughs> Anyways, things seem pretty normal pretty normal until, you know, it's time for them to go to bed. So anyways, uh, you know, they, you know, they go and they brush their teeth and then they get into bed and the camp counselor guy comes around and is like, all right, group B, section A, or whatever you want me to call you guys. Let's call you the A squad. Yeah, um, we're going to have a lot of fun in the next two weeks. Uh, just make sure no leaving the camp or no leaving the cabin overnight. Make sure that, you know, you follow any rules that, um, you know, we ask you to. Be nice and, you know, be nice and, like, fair to everyone and just, you know, have fun. Anyways, good night, guys. And he walks out of there. And so, you know, the lights are turned off and they were tying his box in his top bunk and also Benjamin across from him. They were talking for a little bit and the emo kid didn't really join in. He was just sitting cross-legged, but, like, kind of, like, sitting very stiffly. So he was very much not going to bed. And eventually they were like, all right, I'm tired. Good night. And they all kind of, like go to sleep at that point. And about 20 minutes later, Ty has not fallen asleep because he's still feeling a little weird. He's in a new environment. He, it's like dark or whatever. He's a little bit scared. He's a young kid, whatever. He hears wrestling, right? And that's when he hears steps, right? And he realizes that the steps are coming from across from him and it's coming from the top bunk across from him, meaning the emo kid, you know, is starting to walk down the bunks. He's like, all right, well, there's nothing too weird with that. And that's when he hears because there's like a door next to like their cabin. So there's like multiple exits from the cabin. He hears the door open and he watches as the emo kid walks out. So Ty at this point is like, what? 
So he kind of gets up, and the person above him is completely asleep, but Benjamin, the kid from the side of him, is still awake, and he's like, yo, Benjamin, Benjamin. He's like, yo, what's up? He said, emo kid. I may maybe said his actual name, but we're calling him emo kid. He's like, emo kid, he, he just walked out the door. Benjamin's like, you can't do that. And, you know, Ty's like, dude, but he did. So anyways, they both get up, and they both look out the window, but they're trying to do it stealthily so that they're not caught, right? And they see the emo kid literally just standing there, standing there looking into the moon. It is the creepiest, weirdest thing they have ever seen because the kid is just literally freaking standing there, bro. He's just standing there observing the night sky, and they're all like, oh my god, dude, that's freaking weird. What is going on right now? And, uh, you know, sure enough, you know, Ty and Benjamin were like, all right, this kid is a little strange. Uh, make sure he doesn't, like, strangle us to death or something in our sleep. I'm a little freaked out. And that's when the emo kid, out of nowhere, does a 180-degree turn and turns right looking at the window. Ty and Benjamin quickly jump down. They're like, oh, my God. I'm like, Do you see us? Do you see us? Do you see us? So, like, Ty starts to look up. He, like, peeks a little bit into the window and quickly goes down because he sees the emo kid walking towards the window. He's like, dude, dude, Benjamin, he's walking towards the window. He's like, crawl back, crawl back to your bunks, crawl back to your bunks. So they both crawl out of sight of the window and they crawl into their bunks and it's dark enough in the room for them to do this without being super obvious. And they're both in their bunks and Ty turns around under the like under the uh, the sheets, right? And he peeks out, and the emo kid is literally standing right with his nose up against the window, looking in. And he's like, "Oh my god, this kid's insane!" Uh, anyways, emo kid walks back in quietly, goes up the stairs again, and sits in the bed and supposedly goes to sleep. Ty doesn't fall asleep for like another hour afterwards, but eventually he opens his eyes to the camp counselor being like, "Ty, Ty, come on, come on." Where we're going to be late. And Ty's like, oh my God. And everyone else is like, yeah, you slept in, man. Actually, everyone in this bunk besides emo kids slept in. And that was because everyone was so freaked out that they couldn't go back to sleep. But anyways, first day activities, they go outside. And during the day, they don't totally have to stick with their group. They're actually assigned to random groups. However, a lot of people in the random group will be from their group because they're just trying to make friends within the group. So, and they also go to meals together. So like lunch or dinner or whatever is together. And so anyways, the first activity of the day is not with the emo kid. It is actually like a kayak slash canoe or whatever, either or one of those two. And, you know, Ty is a lot of fun. And they go back to dinner or lunch, sorry. They go to lunch as a group together. And Ty's, you know, talking about what he was doing. And the counselor kind of went around the table and was like, oh, so Ty, what did you do? And Ty explains, oh, so Benjamin, what did you do? Benjamin explains, oh, so emo kid, what did you do? And he was like, you know, I prayed to the overlord. And they're like, oh, I don't remember that being an activity. Emo kid's like, it's not it's necessary. And he's like, uh, okay. Anyways, guys, so I'm going to read off the people in your next activity because the way it worked was at meals. So at breakfast, the camp counselor read off what group everyone else was in for activities. And then at lunch, the camp counselor read off what people would be in for the uh, afternoon activities. And so Ty, the camp counselor was like, oh, so Ty... Uh, Benjamin and Emo Kid, you're all going to be in the uh, group seven or whatever. And that happened to be like something with like wood tool making or something kind of cool like that. So anyways, after lunch, they all head in that direction. And Ty and Benjamin are like walking together. However, the Emo Kid, it's not like they were walking away from him, but the Emo Kid intentionally stands like 
or like walks 10 feet behind them, never breaking the distance. Like they always have 10 feet between them and the emo kid never breaks it. And he kind of walks weird. He walks very stiffly, yet he's kind of like propped forward at a 30 degree angle. His arms straight shoot like straight down. And he kind of waddles a little bit like a penguin. But it's very intimidating and very weird. And Benjamin kind of whispers like, Ben, Ben, I, 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 I can feel his eyes in the back of my head. And, or not Ben, but Ty, Ty, I can feel his eyes in the back of my head. Ty's like, dude, Benjamin, I know, I know. So anyways, they get there. And the camp counselor dude is like, hey, guys, welcome to woodworking. It's going to be a lot of fun. You can make whatever tools or whatever you want. All I, all I ask is that when you're using the, this blade that, you know, I'm there and help you guiding it. And also, if you want any, like, I don't know, if you want any uh, inspiration or questions, come to me and it's all cool. So anyways... Ty and Benjamin sit down. They're like, oh, let's make, like, wooden knives or something. So they're given a pocket knife, and they're taught how to whittle away. It's like, always, oh, you got to face it away from you. Never face it towards you. If I see you guys facing it towards you, I got to revoke your knife privileges. Not, tr not trying to be that guy, but it's part of the jab. So anyways, right, they look over, and they see the emo kid. And he's, like, whittling away at the spoon, and he's or at this at the stick. And they're all like, um... So eventually, at the end of class... They're, or the end of the activity, they're asked to go around in a circle and say a little bit about what they made and show it off. So Ty's like, all right, well, here's like a butter knife and didn't turn out that well. And everyone laughs a little bit. And the camp counselor's like, dude, it's fire. That's your first time. Don't even worry about it. Eventually comes around to the emo kid and the emo kid is like, whips out this like almost perfectly whittled. Like this is like really professionally well done. And the camp counselor's like, wow, what is that? He's like, this is a wand for my warlock activities. Nobody better cross me now that I have access to my most powerful weapon of a wand. And everyone was like, what? Real quick, if you made it this far into the video, comment emo down below. That's the secret word of the day. I'll try and heart as many po comments as I possibly can that say emo. And then also, if you want to support the channel, watch a bunch of these videos in one sitting. I call it binge watching. So if you're sitting down, maybe playing video games or trying to go to sleep or something like that, watch like 10 videos in a row if possible. I know it's a big ask, but if you do so, please leave a comment down below. I'll heart it and even shout you out as on screen right now, shouting out some people who are supporting the channel and telling me about it. So yeah, thanks to these guys and you guys, and let's get right back to it. So fast forward a couple days into the week, and every single day, the emo kid's been doing weird things. So right now is a Wednesday. For context, they got there on a Sunday night. So this Wednesday night, Benjamin and uh, Benjamin's kind of becoming like the side character for Ty. Like he's becoming like pretty close friends. And Ty and Benjamin are kind of like talking about the emo kid and being like kind of tracking the weird things he's been doing. But tonight is one of the weirdest things he's done. So once again, Ty and Benjamin have been noticing that the emo kid has been going outside every single time, like 15 minutes after they go to sleep. So Ty and Benjamin, they both get in bed, and when the lights are turned off, they wait about 15 minutes, and sure enough, the emo kid gets out of bed and walks down the steps. And he walks outside, and he walks to kind of this like big forest clearing. So Ty and Benjamin, they both walk over, and they both look up, and they look out of the window. And they're looking out, and they see the emo kid, and normally he just stands there blankly. But this time was different. He was getting to work. They saw the stick that he made in the wands, in like the wand craft whatever class, and or the woodsmanship craft uh, class. And he takes the the end of it, 
that isn't pointy where you do the spell, and he puts it into the dirt because he's standing on a pretty big dirt clearing, and he starts drawing this circle, this very big circle. And, and Ty looks over Benjamin and is like, dude, what on earth is going on? Like, what is this kid doing? And Benjamin's like, dude, I have no idea. And they look at it, and he's drawn a complete perfect circle around him. And then he steps out of it. And then he starts making lines within the circle. He goes from the top of it, down, up, down, across, up. He's made a perfect upside-down pentagram. And if you don't know, that's basically like a sign of like ship or the something. So at this point, right, Ty and his friend are freaking out. They're like, oh my god, he's trying to like summon something. And sure enough, the emo kid starts like waving his wand around in these weird directions and starts like spinning around in a circle and making these like weird movements. And <laughs> if TikTok was around, I bet Ty would have been like, bro, is he trying to do a TikTok dance or something? But anyways, Ty and Benjamin are watching as the emo kid, after making the upside down pentagram, just starts waving it around and starts speaking. Like, because they crack the window was cracked open a little bit and they start hearing like like some weird <laughs> okay maybe it wasn't as goofy as that but he was kind of talking these like weird tongues or whatever and that's when they heard the light flick on not in their room because they would have seen that they heard the light flick on in the middle cabin the middle part or the middle part of the cabin that is where the camp counselor lived. He must have heard or must have felt like some kind of disturbance or something because they see the emo kid drop his, like grab his wand and sprint out of there and sprint so quickly, he goes to the back room. And that's when like Ty and Benjamin are like, oh my God, he's sprinting here. So they quickly jump into bed and are, you know when, I don't know if you guys did this, but like when you're, when you were up later than you should and your mom is about to run into like open the room and you just jump into your bed and then you just stay super, super, super still that was them like it doesn't matter if you're sprawled out in a weird position you're staying as still as possible so they jump in they're super still and, and they watch as the door opens and the emo kid runs in and runs up up to like the second bunk and just sits in there and that's when like they see like literally 10 seconds after the emo kid gets into his bed they see the light flicker on and the and the camp counselor who's for cabin b or whatever walks in is like Hey, 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 I saw something out there. Any of you guys go out there? And, like, you know, everyone's pretending to be like, what? Like, they just woke up. The emo kid is really pretending to be like, what? I don't know what's going on, bro. And obviously, Ty and Benjamin, you know, they're trying to, like, pretend like they weren't up watching the whole thing. And the kid on the very top of, like, uh, uh, Ty just is still completely asleep. So, counselor's like, all right, whatever. He's like, all right, well, remember, it's a punishable offense if you guys leave the cabin during night, like, you will be forced to go back home, and you don't want to miss the fun retreat we're doing this weekend. And they're all like, all right. They're like, yeah, it wasn't us. I don't know what it is. And that's when the camp counselor is like, what? And he sees, he looks outside the window, and that's when he sees it. He's like, stay here. And he goes outside, and they all watch as he walks outside, and he sees, like, the, the upside-down pentagram, like, drawn into the circle or whatever, drawn, drawn into the dirt, and he's just looking at it. And he takes out like his iPhone 4, because it was like 2015 or whatever, and he takes a photo of it with like flash, takes another photo, steps back, takes another photo, and everyone else pretends to be asleep as they go back in. Next day rolls around, and they're walking to their first activity from uh, breakfast. And Ty and Benjamin happen to be in the same group. And Ty's like, dude, the emo kid's insane. Like, that was ridiculous last night. And Benjamin's like, I've never 
been more freaked out besides the first night, bro. Like, this, this kid's insane. And at this point, they start talking about the camping retreat. So I mentioned this, like, a couple minutes ago when the camp counselor said, you guys, you guys don't want to miss the special fun camping retreat we're doing. So they stayed out in cabins. But part of the wilderness camp, whatever, at the very end of it, at the very, like, the last Friday night to Saturday... They go, they hike out kind of far, farther out into the woods. They bring like uh, camping equipment and they kind of like camp out like that. So they both of like Ty and Benjamin were a little bit worried because that basically meant that they were going by group and they were going to be out in the woods in tents by themselves with the creepy email kid. So anyways, let's just fast forward to that day. It's Friday, and everyone is kind of packing their little bags, and the camp counselor for each group packs their, like, supply kit, medical supplies, radio, the food that they're going to be eating, and he's like, all right, everyone grab, like, um, everyone, like, groups of two, grab a tent, and so sure enough, people pair up, and Benjamin and Ty are together, and they grab this tent, and they start walking over to the campsite. And time Benjamin are like Benjamin was like, dude, I heard that like you know there's only like enough tents so that like we have to pair up with someone. And he said, I heard that it's random. I heard that we don't get to choose who we pair up with. Ty's like, dude, that's insane. We already have friends. I get in the beginning them assigning us stuff, but like we know people now. This is the last day. Like why would we need to sign bunk with someone random? And they're and Benjamin's like, dude, I don't know if that's true. That's just what I heard. So eventually they get to the campsite. Anyways, so they get to the campsite, right? And, you know, they start doing, they set up, they're kind of like, they sit around a bunch of logs. So they, they like light a little fire and they have like baked beans in a can or something. Then they also go out and they kind of like clear the land for to put down the tents. They all set up a bunch of tents in the group of two that they carried it over in. And Ty at this point is thinking, all right, we're good because I'm going to be with Benjamin because, I mean, we're in groups of two already. Why would they need to reassign us groups? And so once again, they were asked back to the campsite, or not the, the original campsite, but the little campfire they made. It's getting kind of late, and the camp counselor's like, all right, guys, time for me to assign you your bunk mates or your camp tent mates. And Ty in his head is like, no, 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 no. So Benjamin and so-and-so, so-and-so and so-and-so. So, and you know when there's like that one guy you don't want to be with or something like that, and like you're being assigned in a list? And you, and you don't hear your name, but you also don't hear his name. And the number of combinations starts getting smaller and smaller and smaller, and you start freaking out. Well, this is what was happening to Ty until he realized that he was doomed before, you know, the words were even said. Because the camp counselor went through the entire list, but he didn't say Ty's name or the emo kid's name. And that's when the camp counselor said, Ty and the emo kid. Obviously said his real name, but you know what I mean. And Ty was just like... Oh, I'm not going to make it tonight. I'm not going to survive. I better write some like uh, my some letters to my mom saying I love you because I'm not making it tonight. Oh, my God. And Benjamin is just staring at him like and afterwards walks up to him and says, hey, if you need help, yeah, like we got to come up with some kind of signal. So Ty's like, OK, I'm going to like I don't like I'm just going to run out of there and I'm going to run over to like no signals, no nothing. I'm running over to your campsite if anything happens. And Benjamin's like, all right, that's totally fine, man. So anyways, Ty goes up to the emo kid's like, so looks like we're bunking. And the emo kid is like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> and Ty's like, yeah, man. He's like, well, I guess you're one of my more favorite mortals that I know. And Ty's like, <laughs> yeah. 
So they both like put down their sleeping bags in this kind of very cramped tent. And Tyus is sitting there like, okay, okay. And they have this kind of light. And it's like one of those like uh, battery powered lights. And the emo kid's like, good night, Ty. And turns it off. And Ty's like, <laughs> like starts completely freaking out. He's like, okay, okay. I can't see anything, but we're okay. And that's when he hears the emo kid stand up. And Ty's like, no, 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 no. And the emo kid is like standing above him. And he's like, all right, well, maybe I should just accept my destiny. And that's when the emo kid, instead of striking him over there with the rock or something, just leaves. He opens up the camp tent and walks out. And Ty is like, what? So Ty kind of like gets up and he looks out and he sees the emo kid and the emo kid is like standing or is like crouching on all fours. And then he starts howling, starts howling to the full moon. He's like, but it's like a really weird howl. And Ty's just like, what? And that's when he hears the kind of like the camp counselor who's with us be like, hey, hey, who's that? You're not allowed to be outside your campsite. And you just see the emo kid go, oh, uh-oh, and just sprints towards, like, the, uh, sprints towards the tent. So Ty jumps back into his bed, and the emo kid, who's not very coordinated, apparently, instead of, like, jumping through the wind, like, the, the open flap, jumps right through the tent, so breaks right through the tarp of the tent, cracks the entire thing, the entire thing comes collapsing down, and Ty just, Ty just, like, has his eyes closed as the entire tent falls on top of him. And that's when you hear all this yelling and the camp counselor's like, what's going on over here? Are you guys all right? And he just like starts ruffling, rum rummaging through all the like the rubble and stuff. And Ty starts like getting up and he pushes the stuff off of him. The camp counselor was like, was that you out there doing those howling noises? He's like, no. And then sure enough, the emo kid is just standing there like you. And he says to him, like, you wouldn't understand what I was doing. And the camp counselor was like, it was, oh, I told you before that you can't be leaving your tent during the nighttime. Like, after I said goodbye, you were supposed to go to your tent and not leave it. You were out there. And he's like, I was performing a protection ritual. And camp, camp counselor was like, what? I was performing a protection ritual so that everyone would be safe at night from the demons and ghosts of the underworld. Camp counselor was like, uh, What? And at that point, right, they just realized, okay, this is a lost cause. And at this point, the worst thing was that uh, there was nowhere for them to sleep because uh, the camp was completely destroyed, or the tent was completely destroyed. So the camp counselor was like, fine, you two, bring your sleeping bags. You can sleep in my tent. So the three of them are, are kind of like crushed in there. And eventually the camp counselor was like, all right, you two are in here. I'm going to sleep outside. No shenan shenanigans. So it was the most uncomfortable sleep of Ty's entire life. But eventually, the day is over. He gets up. You know, they start packing up their stuff, and they're walking back to the campsite. And that's when Ty meets up with Benjamin and is like, dude, like, what? How, like, you're not going to believe it. And Benjamin's like, I heard a lot of yelling. Are you okay? So Ty tells him the story. He's like, dude, that's insane. So anyways, they get back, and uh, Ty, think, Ty actually had a really good time at the camp, minus the emo kid, like, cringe fest or whatever. Eventually, Ty's parents come to pick him up, and Ty's mom's like, man, you gotta tell me all about it. Like, how was it? Ty's like, it was really good, but it's quite a story. And so for the entire, like, two-hour car ride back, Ty tells them the entire story.